Hello, and welcome to episode 22 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm super, super excited to introduce my next guest. Most of you probably already know who this is because he's kind of a big time personal finance blogger, and he also has the best blogging name that kind of I, I secretly wish it was my name. I feel like when I was just, you know, trying to figure out a blog name um, and I, you know, eventually uh, landed on Mo Money Mo Houses, I'm like, oh man, that would have been a great name, but it was already taken. Who am I talking about? Why am I being so mysterious? I'm talking about Jay Money from Budgets Are Sexy. Pre, like he knows what's going on when it comes to naming things, awesome things. So I'm pretty darn excited. We're going to talk about his journey, how he's able to make a living full time just blogging, which is super, super impressive to me. And some of the really cool things that he's been able to do, um, including kind of being one of the first uh, crowd funders. He did this really awesome thing about raising money to help underprivileged families. So we're going to get into all of that and more right now. Well, thanks, Jay, for joining me on the program today. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Yeah, thank you. Um, So you have a very interesting story, so let's kind of get to it. Um, Okay. How was it growing up for you? Were you always pretty money conscious, or was that something that kind of came when you grew up? Um, No. I mean, I was always okay with money, but I kind of just floated by, and I never really got in debt, but I never really saved. I was just kind of like even all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, I grew up in the military household, so we traveled a lot. My parents were really frugal and they had us kids um, really young. So they, they always taught me to be like, you know, go to yard sales and thrift shop and that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Which thank God, since so that saved me. And then once I got into like college and graduation, I started getting a little, little loosey goosey with my money. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't really until I you know, pretty much like bought a house on a whim, you know, spent like $350,000 and didn't really know what I was doing. And I said, oh, let me, let me Google and budgeting and stuff and see what, what there is. Um, oh my gosh. Like, what did you go to, what did you go to school for? If you don't mind me asking. I'm yeah. Curious. I went to school for graphic design. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I actually started an international business because I love to travel. My dad said, oh, it's a good solid job going to international business stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in it for a year and then I had a friend that was like, oh, this is a cool like design class. Come take it. And I said, okay, but I couldn't take it unless it was your major. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'll just switch. I'll, I'll be sneaky. I'll switch my major to take the design class. Um, and then I'll switch it back to get back into business. So I don't get in trouble with my parents, you know, <laughs> um, but I loved it. And I was like, I'm not switching back. And I just, uh-uh, <laughs> no, it sounds way more fun than international business yeah, in my know. opinion but i'm an arts kid so that's right i yeah so uh what did you become a graphic designer after school or yeah so i graduated and i thought oh, i'm gonna move to new york city that's where all the actions happen um awesome i'm gonna design all these billboards and mm-hmm. uh, i moved up there and i was like oh my lord like like I thought I was good. I, I wasn't they, like these people were just blowing me out of the water. And like, well, I was, it's like, that's where all like the, the major people go. Like not to say yeah. that you're not a good designer, but yeah, it's like the competition must be fierce. Yeah. And I was, I couldn't even get like an internship. Like the people applying for like free jobs, like had crazy portfolios. And I oh realized like I was in a way different world. Um, and so I went back to the drawing board and I said, well, what do I like to do travel and start working for the airlines and, traveled the world pretty much on, you know, 10 bucks or something. 
Um, mm-hmm. The problem was I had no money when I got to all these places. So eventually yeah. I had to like get a real job. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what was your kind of first real job? My first real job was working for E-Trade back in the day before, oh, yeah. uh, like right when the internet was starting bumping. Um, and that was good. That lasted a year or two. And then I started finding some small startups that were into like ringtone technology when that was big. Um, you know, and then I kind of, once I was in startup world, I was like, oh my gosh, there's like, you don't have to work for like a job job. You know, there's like people starting them. It was weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started doing that and then I started blogging and said, well, maybe I can do it on my own. And here we are seven years later. Yeah. Wondering, um, what inspired you to start the blog and why did you call it budgets are sexy? Cause that's a great name. I love that name. <laughs> uh, well, I started, because I really needed to get my own money going. Um, and I also was just fascinated with money. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I read other people's blogs and I thought, oh, man, I can tell my story. I mean, I've been crazy besides buying that house. Um, but like, you know, I can just write and I didn't spell check and I curse. I just did whatever the hell I wanted to do and it felt good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then people started reading and commenting and I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. It's starting to take off. Um, and so, as far as the name, it was right when Justin Timberlake's um, I'm Bringing Sexy Back song. <laughs> uh, and I thought, man, that's just so badass, you know? And I love the word sexy. And, yeah. you know, and I thought, I, I first wanted savingsaresexy.com. Um, oh, that was taken. Oh. And I thought, like, this is like back when like, blog rolls were really popular. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I need, like, something closer to the top. Like, it's so late, right? I was, like, totally strategizing. <laughs> and so I thought, budgets, yes, those are sexy. Yeah, you get confidence. Yes, let's do it. It's a B. I could be at the top of blog rolls. So I, it was available, <laughs> oddly enough. Amazing. And it's just it's a fun tongue, tongue-in-cheek. And, like, I remember when I first uh, stumbled across your blog and saw that, I'm like, oh, that's a good name. Damn, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's been fun. You know, it's been, like, yeah, people either really like it or they're like, ah, this is like too like childish or just too like not serious enough for me. Um, and then some like, you know, some people at work can't read because like sexy's blocked and then sometimes my email goes to spam. So there's like a lot of problems with it. But, you know, but I like just the general feel of it, right? It got me to like pay attention to money and hopefully it's getting others just to stop and think too, you know. Absolutely. And, and so you started your blog in 2008. So you've had it for a long time. Longest I've ever done anything in my entire life. Yeah, that's quite the commitment there. I know. It's, yeah, it's the only thing I've stuck with. I think it's just because of the community, you know, like people, mm-hmm. you know, leave comments and they share and then I read other people's blogs and then I get inspired and it's just, I don't know, it's just a, such a nice, engaging, like positive thing, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, so. everyone's just trying to help each other, really. Like, you no, know, I mean, there are some, you know, mean people out there, but right. for the most part, everyone's pretty much trying to help each other yeah it's really it's really cool i mean if the community wasn't there or no one was talking i probably would have stopped but this is like it's kind of addicting as you know after a while absolutely and so you had the how many years did you have the blog um before you you're like "Hmm, maybe i can make this a full-time gig and like how did you like how did that come about you're just like making a good enough income off it already they're like i could probably just do this um well at first like i so i blogged i had no idea you could make money i just i didn't know any i didn't even know what a blog was until like a month before starting mine i just i think i got lucky and then you know we talk about money which is big for marketing so i think you know we got lucky there um but i just started blogging and after about six or seven months um i had advertisers say hey here's a hundred bucks if you you know put this ad up and i thought what that's crazy <laughs> i'm doing it for free you know 
<laughs> uh, and then so that started rolling and I really wasn't making like all that much, maybe like a thousand a month. Uh, that's pretty, but, that's substantial, I'd say. Yeah, yeah so, substantial, you know? but not like to live on, you know. Right. Like, at least me in the D.C. area, I mean, that like gets me nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so um, then I started having some, fr- probably like a year and a half into it, I started having some friends that were like, you know what, I'm done blogging. Um, but it's making money, so it's a business, like, do you want to just buy it for me? And I was like, what? Like, you can't do that. Like, who buys blogs, you know? Um, and so I looked into it, and I'm like, okay, well, let's give it a shot. And I ended up buying a couple of blogs, and then that, like, you know, I could now advertise across three sites instead of one. Um, mm-hmm. And after probably about two and a half years into it total, uh, my job was getting shaky. I started saving money in case um, I wanted to go full time, you know. And it was like the end of December, Christmas time. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to put my two weeks in because I was making like less than I was making in my full time, but without commuting and stuff, it kind of made it easier, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought, well, I could probably make more too if I spent more time. Um, mm-hmm. Went in to give my two weeks notice and they fired me on that same day. <laughs> really? Oh my God. <laughs> so I it was fate, I guess. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, I hate big decisions like that. Like that just sealed the deal. You know, I was like, I can't back out because all morning I was like debating, should I wait until the new year? Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so I probably made like 80% of what I was making at my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of broke e- and then I started like losing some money Then I made some then I broke even. And after a couple of years, I started, you know, being able to save again. That was the biggest awesome. transition, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and were you kind of interested in, you know, working for yourself? Cause you, you know, do have a family and that kind of gives you more flexibility, I guess. Uh, well back then I was still, I was married, but no kids or anything. No kids, um, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was fun, and I wanted to know what would happen if I did it full-time. Um, and so I told my wife, uh, I said, look, why don't we just let me do this for three months. If I'm not working out or I'm losing a lot of money or whatever, I'll start looking for a job. And she said, all right, so that was a good deal. So then I did it three months. I was fine six months. And then I think after a year, we stopped talking about it. Um, and it's been about four four years now, maybe. Um, yeah, right? yeah, so I just did it just to see what would happen. And, and because I got fired too, I, it wasn't like, you know, I mean, it was an easier decision at that point. Um, you know, and I traveled and I, I said, well, let me start. I wanted to start like a philanthropy project. So I started that. So I did a lot of the stuff that was like, you know, piling on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I had kids, I was like, wow, this is like a big difference, except, you know, kids take your time and we work from home, you know. So I'm in this weird funk now after having two kids. But but yes. Yeah. It's, like, it's a hard it's balance. Insane. That's a, for sure. A hard balance. Right. right. Um, yeah. You you mentioned uh, that philanthropy project. I did want to ask you about that because I, I don't think I actually knew about that. That sounded really cool. It's something that's over now, but you yeah. you did it. What Do you want to kind of talk about that? Oh, yeah, sure. So when I started paying attention to money, I realized that I was um, – I guess selfish, like I kept hoarding it myself. I'm not really good at like giving back financially, I guess let's put it. And I had a friend that was into philanthropy and he wanted to do something cool. And I said, you know what? I need, if I give money, I want to be able to see the person we're affecting. And I want to, I don't know, I just want that connection, you know? Um, And so we said, well, why don't we raise money online? Like people donate a dollar, two dollars. It was like, I think we call it like micro giving, whatever the term is. Um, And so we'd raise money in the beginning of the month and we say this month and people would nominate people to help. Like we want to help just individuals or families, no like big organizations. Um, Cause I'm very like person to person. Um, so people nominated people to help. We picked a person. We said, Hey, this month we're helping this family. And at the end of the month, with all that money we raised, we would literally fly or drive or however we got to this place everywhere around the country. 
we'd get there and then show up and surprise them with all the awesomeness that our community did. Money, gifts, people handmade like sweat, like people were just so generous. Um, And so every month we helped one family, traveled around the country, and by the end of the year, and we filmed it all. So that Mm -hmm. way, if you, like, even if you gave like money or a gift on the 15th of the month, come the first of the next month, you can actually see the person receiving your gift or your money because we're filming it. So you can see their reactions, you can see the person you're helping directly. And that was like a huge, I don't know, we just really liked that part of it. Um, Amazing. Yeah, we raised like we gave someone a car one month. We gave this family with with autistic kids like a, a dog to help keep them safe, an iPad so they could talk. You know, do that for the first time. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, a lot of work, and I think we raised like ninety thousand dollars at the end of the year. Um, oh, wow. Really fun, but just overwhelming, and you know, takes a lot out of your heart too to see all all that pain. And so we we took a break. Um, yeah. I was having a kid, and I business partner needed to get a real job. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing project though. That's an amazing project to start off. It's kind of like, it sounds kind of like a crowdfunding before crowdfunding was a thing. Yeah, it was cool. And we even did like, uh, was it home extreme makeover or whatever, where they're like, move that bus. Like we'd like hide thing. <laughs> like we gave away this washer and dryer set on a truck and uh, we like hit it and then we said, move that truck so we could like surprise them. We thought we were real That's amazing. <laughs> it was cool. It was a cool project and one you're able to do a lot when you're not, you know, having kids running around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And another thing that you started, I guess, in, was it 2013, was uh, Rockstar Finance, mm-hmm. which I love because it's a great resource for just like what are kind of the the most interesting personal finance, you know, articles in, in the blogosphere. Yeah. Yeah. You've been featured on it a couple of times. Thank you for that. (laughs) FYI. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So like, that was the thing, like, as you know, you do and I do a lot of people read so much, so much content online, especially around money and all our friends. And I thought, you know what, like it'd be cool to have it all in one spot. Like the favorite articles or the ones that resonate with their different ideas. Cause we all have our own different hacks and, and lifestyles. Um, so I thought it was a general idea to showcase three new articles a day that was curated and, you know, people would go to the site, see it and click. And, you know, it's the opposite of everything I'm used to doing because you're supposed to like keep people on your site, you know, and yeah. that's like really good. But like, I literally you click and you, you go right away. So, you know, it's kind of weird, um, but it's great. Well, you don't really have to create new content, which is no. great. And you get to just curate it and, you know, get known for that. Yeah. And in the beginning, it was, I have a helper now, Kate from um, Blonde on a Budget Smile. Oh, I know and, Kate. <laughs> uh, and so after a while, read, like, I mean, it seems eerie, easy in theory, but then when you're reading, like, I would spend two hours reading, like, or skimming, like, 200 articles. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it's like, oh my gosh, like, all this is, like, the same. It's really, like, it's really crazy when you're mm-hmm. consuming so much. Um, so eventually it took so much time I had her helping and now it's been fun because she reads, I read, we help each other and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been fun project. Definitely. So I'm, I'm curious. So now you, you know, are kind of an online solopreneur. That's kind of like the term I like to use and <laughs> it's, it's flown around. I think it's a fun word. And, uh, what, what do you kind of see for yourself moving forward in the future? Like, do you see yourself maybe buying more websites or, or what do you think? No. So yeah, when I was buying websites, it was a point where I was probably making the most I'd ever made online, which you know, we're money crowd, so I can say numbers and stuff. Uh, I was probably making 160000 I think, at the peak. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I thought, this is great, but like I was working like 20 hours. Like I had no life. Yeah. And then once I had a kid, I was like, well, this isn't feasible. And so I started like really looking like what, like what are you trying to do here, you know? Um, and, and I wanted to slowly, like at one point I had like 10 sites going. Um, I've sold and, or, or yeah, pretty much sold or shut down all of them except Budgets Are Sexy, Rockstar Finance. Like the two that I started mm-hmm. myself and only wrote for um, or, or managed. Um, and so I realized like the more I'm focusing on projects that I actually care about, you know, surprise, surprise, like they grow more, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and your time isn't scattered. Um, so I actually got a, I took a big cut. Like I think a year or two ago, I made like only 60,000, mm-hmm. which is still good. But again, yeah. like family of four, this is all the money you have. Like it's different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of went from like, a, you know, all these side projects making a lot. Then by myself, I kind of broke even. Then I made a lot. And now I'm back to lower. And now I'm so, so now that I focus more, I'm starting to to earn a little bit more. Um, so mm-hmm. cause the point of all this thing is like, if you get going, like it's so easy to be wrapped up in all the hustle and all this, this potential and opportunity and money. And I think it's good to sometimes take a step back and be like, is this making you happy? You know, exactly. like I was really not much happier when I was making 160 or 60, like as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. You know? No, I, I've heard like, I mean this, uh, you probably heard this too, where it's like um, the, there's a certain amount of money where everyone is like comfortable and it's, mm-hmm. you, the average is like 70,000. If you're making 70,000 yeah. and obviously this depends on, I guess, what city you live in and, and the cost of living and everything. But it's like, once you kind of reach that peak, if you make more, you're not going to be more happy than at that moment. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe yeah. you've just kind of, you kind of reached that level. You're like, or I'm good here and I'm, you know, oh, yeah. no more happier. And you get, it's easy to get greedy too. Like every time I made more, I thought, nope, I want more. You know, it's so crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy when you go from like making nothing online to that, you know, yeah. and that's why like I've seen bloggers and, you know, be really great sites. It was all awesome. And then all of a sudden it was like money, money, money. And the whole sites change and then like shady stuff is going on. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, like I know what happened over here. <laughs> <It's just laughs> Someone got caught up in it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like it all depends on your goals. Like I go yeah. to the community, keep myself accountable. You know, I'm like. 50% pleasure, 50% business. And, you know, once yeah. you go like super business or super pleasure, like it's just your site changes because there's things you do or you don't do. Exactly. Did you, I'm curious, did you find that when you were starting to, you know, make more money and working for yourself that your spending and your budgeting was changing? Did you feel like, oh, I've got more money to play around with. So maybe I'll buy this or this or, <laughs> or, or did you kind of, were you just a frugal, you know, being the whole time? Uh, I was pretty much frugal for the most part but but the only change is I started like um I, I get no I guess I did spend more than normal like instead like like I would just think that like I deserve like better quality stuff so mm-hmm. I would just buy it without ever thinking you know but but uh, but I also knew my spending for the most part so it fluctuate by maybe $500 a month mm-hmm. um and so I knew for the most part I'd I'd bounce around in there um, you know, but, but my brain, I started, you know, especially when I was making, you know, the, the upper hundreds, I started, you know, I don't know. I didn't like the person I was, I was starting to treat money. It was just weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, you didn't like your relationship with money as much. Yeah, I did. It's so, yeah, it's really even weird to hear me say it out loud too. Cause like, yeah, it yeah, makes sense though. Money, but. Yeah, no, I agree. I almost sometimes think like, you know, after moving to Toronto to kind of get a better job and better salary and I've, I've, 
managed to do that. But I kind of look back at the girl I was when I first, you know, finished university and got my first job and it was super low paying. Like, oh, yeah. huh, I almost kind of prefer the relationship I had with money back then because I put so much, like, I just was very careful and really respectful with it. Right. Whereas now sometimes I'll catch myself be like, why do I feel like I deserve that just because I make this amount of salary, you know? It makes no sense. No, it's very, very odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it too. Like, it just goes so like as your income fluctuates, because I mean, you mean crap, even what we're talking is only the last five or seven years. So if we have like 70 more years, hopefully to live, like I'm sure we're going to fluctuate all over the place. So the more we can like, figure out like that happy medium or at least with the, with the budgeting part and keeping somewhat on track is, is good. Totally. I know. I kind of, I'm curious cause yeah, I've only really been interested in like the personal finance world for maybe five years. I've had my blog for almost four and I think I was interested in it before that. Yeah. So maybe five years and I'm like, okay, I'm like 29 now. What I'm really curious how I'm going to deal with money and my relationship will be when I'm like 40, 50, okay. 60. Okay. Like, will I just be like, I hope I just don't become one of those bitter people on the internet. <laughs> just being like, well, <laughs> back in my day, um, I really hope not. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Is there anything else you want to add before I kind of, you know, wrap things up? Uh, no, you know, (laughs) (laughs) we got everything, you know, I guess for people that is, that are listening, just pay attention to your money. And, and Mm -hmm. man, I'll tell you this, like, you know, it's just so much, once you figure it out, like it's so, it's just so easy. Like it seems so hard in the beginning, even when you screw up though, when you've got it figured out, like it's just, it's just so natural and you don't even think about it for the most part over time, you know? So for Mm -hmm. anyone like like going back and forth or, you know, as soon as you figure it out, like you're set like forever, you know, Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And I think once you kind of, you know, put it in your mind that, you know, I'm going to, you know, organize my finances or really, you know, pay down my debt or whatever it is in your life. It just money, the whole concept becomes less scary for me. Like, and I'm, I'm more, you know, I think, no matter how much money I've had in the past five years, because I've been so interested in it and researching it and just became more knowledgeable about it, it wasn't such a scary thing. Like I've never been afraid of, oh, if my landlord kicks me out of my rental, I'm screwed. It's like, no, I'll just, I'll figure it out. Like I'm okay. Like that's not a worry in my mind, though it should yeah, be. But awesome. you know, it's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm conscious of like, okay, well, if that happens financially, this is what I'll do. Yeah. And I'll say yeah. too, for like the people that like don't like, that aren't like nerds like us that love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a nerd. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally a nerd. But like, cause I, so I started doing like, like blog coaching and money coaching and the yes. money coaching, I mean, again, it's like the one-on-one thing. Like people would say, oh, I need like this budget and this and this, but really all they needed to do was like figure out like what they wanted out of life and then kind mm-hmm. of backwards and it's lame. And like, it's, you read that everywhere. You know? No, but it's so true, isn't it? It's like, unless you know yeah. what your goals are, like, so what's the point of you doing all the things that you're doing? Yeah. And even like, like, even like when making money, like if you start making a lot, it's like, well, this is great, but there's, there's never an end. Right. So like no. you have to figure out like what, like, what's the point, you know, like mm-hmm. some people love to travel good, like make money to then travel, you know, like I think mm-hmm. for me, the, the goal is, is this whole like early retirement financial freedom thing, right? Like yeah. having enough where you don't need to make money. I'll still blog and still do fun stuff. And maybe it makes money. Hopefully it does. Cause that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but the point is like, that's like now like my thing to reach for. So 
you know, hopefully that keeps me on track. And for other people, maybe it's just buying a house or whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the goal of money is most important versus the the money itself, I guess. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. Well, thank you so much, Jay, for joining me on the show. I really appreciate it. And thank you all for listening to this episode. This is episode 22. So make sure to check out the show notes for this episode. It's at momoneymohouses.com slash 22. And for all of my episodes that I've done up until this point, just check out momoneymohouses.com slash podcast. And uh, one kind of just a random funny thing that I thought I'd mentioned at the end of this uh, podcast that I just remembered was before I uh, hit record, I was talking to Jay and he said that I had an accent. Do I have an accent? Do I have a Canadian accent? I couldn't tell because when I was talking with him, I'm like, no, I don't. You sound just like me. He's like, no, you have a bit of an accent. I'm like, I don't, I don't hear it. Please let me know. I'm just curious. Do I have a Canadian accent? I'm just curious. So if you think I do, I would appreciate a tweet from you letting me know that, yeah, girl, you sound like a Canadian full on. I don't say a boot or a that much. So I don't know what he's talking about. So anyways, thank you again for listening to this episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate you choosing my podcast. There's a ton of podcasts out there. I listen to a ton. So you taking the time to download this episode and listen to it and keep giving me feedback is super, super appreciated. Um, and on that note, before I let you go, I am going to do just a few shout outs from some awesome iTunes reviews I've received recently. Thanks so much, guys. I, I can't believe I've gotten so much feedback. It really means a lot to me. All right. So the first review I got is from the TSB solver. They say, great job, Jessica. I love your podcast. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate your review. Next one I've got is from JB378. Um, She says, I started listening right when I needed it. As a female in her late 20s, I can really relate to the topics covered. Great podcast. Woo! Well, thank you for being awesome and listening. Um, Next, I got from Carmi M. Thought-provoking and entertaining show. A great new personal finance podcast everyone should try listening to. Well, thank you so much. And last but not least, I've got one from Nina Bana. Love all the different stories that have been featured so far. Each episode gives you a new perspective on how to handle things like budget, savings, and debt. I think so too. I think the cool thing about this podcast is I'm not just giving you tips or, you know, how to's, but it's all about sharing other people's stories so you can learn from their successes and their mistakes. So thank you so much again for giving me your reviews. Let me know what you think. I'm super pumped for next Wednesday's episode. I've got Carrie from Careful Sense. She'll be on the show. And so I will leave it at that and I will see you next Wednesday. This podcast is distributed by the Women in Media Podcast Network. Find out more at womeninmedia.network.